right, everybody, welcome back to another edition of the Running with the Devils podcast, proudly partnered with Primetime Productions. I'm your host, Tommy Bennett. You can follow me at TJBennett37 on Twitter or follow the podcast account. It is Christmas morning and the biggest present has arrived and it is placed under the tree and that is hockey season. It is officially undergoing as Tampa Bay and Nashville are playing currently right now and we have Bedard and Crosby coming up within the next hour as I'm currently recording this. There is a lot to talk about. We finally get to talk about meaningful hockey. The regular season starts this week as the Devils have back-to-back games starting Thursday, but I want to start with the final two preseason games. The Devils go undefeated in preseason, 7-0. They are the fifth team to do this since 2005-2006, and it's still something to be proud of. You know, you don't put a lot of stock into that because it's just preseason, and the Colorado Avalanche did that, and they ended up having the worst record in hockey whenever they did it. So you just take you take pride in it because you went undefeated, you won every game you played, and you played well against your competition. But now that things are starting to really matter with the regular season, it's time to flip the switch and time to translate that success. But the last time I got done, there were two more games left. They played the New York Rangers again for the second time, and then they capped it all off playing the New York Islanders. So just briefly, I'm going to recap these games, and then we're going to get into the fun stuff, the good stuff. And this was a very intense game with the New York Rangers. Uh, The rivalry was very alive and well at Prudential Center. It's the first time the Rangers have been in the building since losing in Game 7. And this was a game that you really saw like what you would be looking at if you were playing each other. It was as close of a lineup as you would have gotten to the regular season roster. And the Devils the Devils came out on top. They won the game 5-2. to two. Uh, They still maintain their level of play of uh, being an undefeated team. And there, there's a lot to like about in this game. Um, and really just, just my few takeaways, especially from the article that I wrote uh, regarding uh, the team and how the game went. And this is something you can check out too, as I'll be doing all year for every game that the Devils play in this year. Um, the first thing was the physicality. Uh, questionable hit uh, by Jacob Trouba and Tyra Toffoli. And then Kevin Ball came in and delivered a crushing bl- blow to Ryan Lindgren. I mean, these teams were almost in midseason form playing against each other. There was no no shying away from physicality in this preseason. And it's more than what you see in any typical preseason. You don't really see a ton of physicality. It's really more just shaking off the rust and just kind of building momentum towards the regular season. But... Either way, uh, the one thing that was extremely dominant was the power play, which actually finished with roughly a 38% success rate in the preseason. But this is a power play that ranked middle of the pack. They were 13th uh, during the course of the regular season for the 22-23 season. Um, And it's something that they kind of want to improve on. And when you have the talent that the Devils do, uh, you want to see that power play improve. And it looked very dominant against the Rangers. They did not shy away from making the Rangers pay whenever they took a penalty. And they went three for five in the game, which is absolutely great. Uh, But the Jack Hughes goal 
was a thing of beauty. Him quarterbacking the top of the power play is such a strong suit. He's so good with the puck. He has great vision. He sees the ice. He always finds a way to find the open man. And he has the ability to draw defenders, which which does help create you know, open ice for the rest of your teammates to get open. He finds Toffoli down low, gets the puck back, and blows a lethal shot right through Jacob Truba, right past uh, the goaltender, and the Devils get on the board. It was just really fun to watch. Uh, you saw uh, the Brat goal was perfect. Just the puck comes out of the scrum. He just rips a shot over Jonathan Quick. And then the, the beautiful goal was the, uh, the, the Dawson Mercer goal. He sure finds Meyer. Meyer springs in on a breakaway, creates a rebounded chance, and Mercer pounces on the puck. It's just the Devils looked very lethal when they were up a man. And that's kind of a scary thought heading into the regular season because the Devils are a very dominant 5-on-5 five five team. They were all last year. And it's just comforting to see that the power play was actually – more dominant than five-on-five play in preseason, which obviously that can change, but it's a very good indicator. And then the Heischer line remained dominant. Uh, It was with Alexander Holtz, but they just continued to impact the game. They out-attempted the Rangers. They outshot them. They absolutely caved them in. And it's really great to see that the Chemistry is being built further with Nico Heischer and Timo Meyer, And Alexander Holtz was on that line, but that could very well change come opening night. And we're going to get into that a little bit uh, further down the episode. Um, it, was just go- it was just good for them to, to absolutely see them dominate as Nico Heischer did during the playoffs. And then the only really big takeaway is just Luke Hughes defensively. Uh, he's great offensively. He's, I talked about this last episode. He, he, he's going to be fine. It's just, they got to pair him with the right person. Um, he is a rookie. He's going to make mistakes. Um, but he is an offensive wizard. He's great with the puck. He's going to improve the power play, but it's going to be really important to see what more he can do defensively. Um, he had the seventh highest expected goals against. His partner for this game finished the same way. So as a pair, they were quite caved in. It's just something you want to look for. Uh, he was paired with Brendan Smith, and Brendan Smith is hes a veteran. He's kind of steady two ways. He could play forward, he could play defense. But it's something you kind of want to watch for because... You don't want to put any, uh, to put Luke Hughes in a situation that he's not going to succeed in. And I think they're going to shelter his minutes a little bit. It's something we'll definitely talk about further down the line. But the Devils go ahead. They complete the preseason in perfection, not only going undefeated, but they shut out the Islanders. And this was crazy, actually, because the Islanders iced their full lineup, and the Devils primarily iced you know, the Utica Comets. And it was a great challenge going up against Ilya Sorokin, who I personally think is going to win the Vezina Trophy this year. My biggest takeaway is is just Kevin Ball stepping up offensively. It's not the first time he's done this in the preseason. And it's kind of what you want. You know, you part ways with Damon Severson. He, you know, as, as much hate as Severson gets, 
He was he was a good player with the puck. He he could jump in offensively. He was good in transition, getting the puck, pushing the play to your skill guys to further develop offense. So Luke Hughes is gonna pick up that slack, but you're seeing it from guys that you primarily wouldn't really think of doing that. So Kevin Ball is known for his shutdown ability and his physicality, uses his big frame to his advantage. He puts himself in good positions defensively, but he's shown that he's willing to jump into the play. He did it against the Rangers on the Jesper Bratt goal, using using good speed to enter the zone, and then he capped it off with a gorgeous pass. And then today, or excuse me, the other night against the New York Islanders, you know, Dawson Mercer enters the zone. He draws the defenders in, and then you got Ball, who just steps right into the play and fires a perfectly placed shot past Sorokin. And it's just comforting to see that guys like him and John Marino, who are really more known for their shutdown ability, are jumping in offensively and just adding that to their game. And it's really comforting to see because now you can rely on other guys to step in a little bit more offensively on the back end instead of just... Dougie Hamilton, Luke Hughes. You have more people to do that, and they have no problem. Okay, Severson's out. It's like next man up for that aspect of the game. So it's really good to see in this preseason. Um, Simone Nemich, he didn't make the team. We're going to get into that in a little bit, but he did look good in the final preseason game. He had a really gorgeous goal off a turnover in, in the neutral zone. He just comes in. Great effort. He was good offensively in the game. He had, I mean, his course I four wasn't very good, thirty seven point ninety three, but he did finish individually with zero point two three expected goals, which was fourth overall, which is which is just strong. Like he, him too. He was more he was more drafted for his defensive ability, but he went ahead and started to showcase his offensive ability throughout this entire preseason, and. It's going to be good for him to be in Utica, and we'll get to that in a little bit. And then the goaltending is going to be fine. Uh, I got no problems with the way Akira Shmi, uh played. He stopped all 30, 31 shots. He finished with 2.71 goals saved above expected. He stopped all eight in the high-danger area. He did a great job stifling a full lineup for the for the New York Islanders and the Devils conclude the preseason. It's great. I thoroughly enjoyed how well they played. Um, and all said and done. And now we get to get into the fun stuff. Uh, first we're going to go ahead and talk about the roster. Um, some unexpected moves, some expected moves. Um, I, I definitely agree with majority of what they did. So you're you got your forwards. Uh, Alexander Holtz made the team, uh, which is great. I don't know what line he'll be on uh, today. He was slotted on the third line with Curtis Lazar and Andre Palat. Uh, the defensemen are as expected: Ball, Hamilton, Hughes, Marino, Miller, Siegenthaler, Brennan Smith. Who slots in where? No clue. Uh, we will get to that. More of a projected lineup, and your goaltending is going to stay. You got a Kirschmeet and Vitek Vancheck. It's going to be really, really fun to see what the Devils do, and they're going to be a really exciting team to watch. Um, not many surprises. Uh, the thing about Nemich, I can kind of get where they were coming from because 
he was good offensively, but you could tell he needs a little bit of work, more so in his own end. And it's not going to hurt when you have Miller and Smith. It's not going to hurt to have him fully season his game. I think he's going to eventually force himself onto the roster because I think his level of play and his development is going to come along strongly enough to where his play in Utica and performing well down there is going to be a little bit better than what Smith and Miller are going to offer you at the NHL level. But it doesn't hurt to have him playing bigger minutes further developing his game, and working out the kinks. Today's October 10th. The Devils don't play till Thursday, but here are the lineups per Amanda Stein today at practice. And this is kind of what I want to get into as the Devils part of the regular season preview. Timo Meyer, Nico Heischer, they've been good even in the playoffs, they finally have further developed their chemistry, and now you're saw, you're seeing it in the preseason. So they're going to stay together. The biggest flip is Mercer and Holtz, which I don't agree with at all if that is the case opening night. And here's why I say this. I like Alexander Holtz. I believe in the young player. He's He can be a contributor in, on this team. However, you did see in the, in the final preseason game that he got caved in and he had very little impact on the game. So putting him with Pilat and Lazar, and Lazar probably won't even be there. He's a fill-in in case Eric Halla can't go. But even with Eric Halla, I, I don't hate Halla and Pilat as players. I think they're very good and effective. I don't think they benefit a player like Holtz where they can carry him offensively, where he sure and Meyer can kind of do that. And Dawson Mercer can play with anybody he can play on any line he can help drive offense and he can make that line better where Holtz I think needs to be carried I know that sounds crazy but I think that's just reality it'll be interesting to see in the first game like what the lines are and if that's subject to change because the Heesher Meyer Holtz line was actually good in the preseason that's why I don't understand and I maybe you're just trying to figure out what works best and what chemistry is going to click in the final times but at the same time like why would you break apart what was working you know that line stayed consistent the entire preseason and now you're going to go ahead and change it so we'll see what happens I uh, personally think you should flip Holtz and Meyer. That's just my personal opinion. Uh, the Toffoli Hughes Brat line is absolutely magical. They've been great building chemistry this entire preseason, and there's absolutely no reason to break that up. Uh, as it stands now, Palat, Lazar, and Holtz. Uh, it's not a bad third line. I think it'll be really effective. Uh, if Hall can play, that third line got insanely better. And then your fourth line is as expected. Thomas Nosek, Michael McLeod, Nathan Bastion. It's as tough of a hard-nosed, grinding, in-your-face kind of fourth line as you'll get. Chris Tierney is the extra. Um, as expected with the defensemen, uh, you have Siegenthaler, Hamilton, Ball, Marino, Hughes-Smith. Miller is the extra. Hughes paired with Smith actually kind of works. It gives him more sheltered minutes, and it kind of allows him to kind of ease into his role. Hopefully Smith can kind of carry a rookie a little bit, just kind of picking up his miscues in case he, you know, makes a mistake, which is expected as a rookie. We should not expect perfection. Nobody should. 
Ball and Marino is a solid shutdown pair. They both displayed their offensive upside a little bit in the preseason. And Siegenthaler Hamilton was arguably one of your better pairs all last year. That should never change. Shutdown ability and Siegenthaler. Uh, Dougie Hamilton had a career year last year with the Devils, setting the franchise record for points. And then you have VTech and Schmied. Uh, VTech should get the start for the Devils more than likely. Um, but this is the fun part. Uh, this is something that I'm really looking forward to doing. Uh, we are going to get into previews. Um, even though this is a Devils podcast, at the end of the day, I am a hockey fan. Um, and I love talking about other teams. I love talking about just hockey in general and just appreciating talent around the league and diving into these previews. And that's the exciting part is we get to talk about meaningful hockey, get to preview what's going on. So today's episode, we are going to preview their game against the Detroit Red Wings and we are going to preview their game the following day against the Arizona Coyotes. So... Detroit was the seventh place team in the Atlantic. They averaged 2.89 goals per game, averaged 3.35 goals against. Their power play was 17th, and their penalty kill was 18th. Um, comparing to the Devils, so the Devils were arguably the arguably one of the best teams at five on five. They had the fourth highest Corsi four. They had the second highest expected goals percentage. They finished third in the league in goals four, the Devils did. And the Devils generated the highest expected goals for. They're a very offensive, talented powerhouse of a team. So comparing uh, what the Detroit Red Wings did last year, uh, it's very, very different. Detroit was more at the bottom. They were 25th in expected goals percentage. They were 26th in Corsi 4. They scored 146 goals at 5-on-5, and they had the lowest expected goals for among any team in the league. So their 5-on-5 ability was not very good. Um, some keys in this game are going to be very interesting because Detroit is going to look a little bit different. Steve Eiserman went ahead and added to this roster. He is trying to fulfill the Iser plan with each and every year. So it's going to be very interesting for the Devils, personally. I think this Detroit team is sneakily talented. They they definitely did a lot of different additions. Additions that do make them better. So it's going to be really interesting to see. Like their goaltending is still the same with Villy Huso. Uh Villy Huso did not have a horrible season. He let's see here. Villy Huso. 26, 22, and 7 for a record. He had a .896 save percentage and a 311 goals against average and four shutouts. He was not bad. He was not great. He definitely didn't look the same player as he did in St. Louis, but he wasn't 
bad by any means. Uh, the Devils will definitely look to get after him early and often. Um, I mean, this was a team that got caved in very often at 5-on-5, five five, and the Devils are a 5-on-5 five five offensive powerhouse, and they could very well take advantage of, of a team like the Detroit Red Wings. Um, but it's also another year. It's a different year. And Huso will need to be better, too, because he finished with a negative 14.7 uh, goal saved above expected. But Detroit got better offensively. So even though their 5-on-5 five five numbers are a little bit skewed, uh, they will be better offensively. So the big splash addition was trading for Alex Dabrinkit, signed into a four-year extension, and Dylan Larkin gets his next winger. He's got somebody to play with. He played with Tyler Batuzzi all those years, and now he has a premier scorer in Alex Dabrinkit. And then you still have David Prawn, who's always been consistently good everywhere he's been. Uh, they bring in JT Confer, who is coming off a, a great year with the high-flying avalanche offense. You're hoping for a bounce-back year from Lucas Raymond if you're the Red Wings. They bring in Daniel Sprong, who actually was very good for the uh, Seattle Kraken. And then you still have Andrew Kopp, who's who's actually coming off a year where he was injured in the beginning, and he's looking to kind of improve that game a little bit. Uh, the back end is still still relatively the same as last year. You still have Sherratt. You got Olimata, Jake Wallman, uh, Moritz Sider, who's looking to bounce back after kind of a poor defensive year. Uh, they did add Jeff Petrie, and they took a one-year shot at Shane Gossespierre, who will definitely improve their play offensively. He was very good with the Arizona Coyotes, and he carried that level of play to the Carolina Hurricanes in his brief stint there at the deadline. Overall, I think the Devils can definitely keep pace with a team like the uh, Detroit Red Wings. I think the keys to the game will definitely be jumping all over them at 5-on-5. Five five. Uh, definitely start being quick with the puck, excel in transition, get after them hard and heavy, and pretty much just kind of pretty much take it to them, especially special teams. If the Devils' power play can continue that sustained level of success they had in the preseason and go ahead and carry that over into the regular season, I think they can really jump all over a Detroit team that was kind of middle of the pack in that regard and not something they necessarily improved on so much uh, in the offseason. I think the Devils take the home opener. I think they're going to win this game by a score of 4-2. to two. Um, I think the Devils definitely take, you know, they start out hot, they come out of the gate, and they don't have a home opener like they did last year where they came home and they just pooped the pants against the same Detroit Red Wings team that they just played against. Um, it'll be an exciting game, it'll be a fun game, but I think the Devils are going to come out of the gate hot and they're riding some confidence, and they are going to play very, very well. And up next is the Arizona Coyotes, which should be very fun. Um, I'm kind of high on the Coyotes. I'm going to be really honest with you. Um, I think they're going to play better than what people want to give them credit for. I think that... They, they're not going to be the best team, but they're going to be more competitive. I think they did a lot of good things in the offseason. 
And we're just going to jump right into their offseason moves. I think this team is going to be super fun. They locked up Matias Michelli. Uh, they they still got Lawson Krause. Uh, they still got Bukestad in the middle. But it's their top six. Their top six is so much better than it was last year. And offensively on paper, I think this team could be really, really fun. Uh, Clayton Keller uh, is coming off a career year that he had. Uh, you got Barrett Hayton. You got Nick Schmaltz, who's been a consistent goal scorer his entire tenure with the Arizona Coyotes. And then you got Jason Zucker. Uh, he comes over from the Penguins, just a strong veteran presence. He didn't have a great year with the Penguins last year, but having a nice fresh start in the desert could do him some good. And you have Logan Cooley. Logan Cooley has lit up the preseason with his skill. He had that really great goal against the Kings in Australia, showing his skill. And he could be a Calder favorite this year. Uh, Our very own Chris Davis uh, gave a hot take in the predictions article that Logan Cooley does win the Calder, and he has 70-plus points. It could be really fun to watch with Cooley, Keller. Uh, They brought in Alexander Kerfoot. They signed Matthew Dumba. They traded for Sean Dursey. You got JJ Moser, who's still young and coming into his own a little bit defensively. And you have Carol Vegmelka. And this is a guy that actually he played very well despite the team in front of him. Uh Vegmelka finished with eleven point one goals saved above expected, which is very good. His goals against average was three point forty three, and he had a .899 save percentage. Uh yeah, there's a reason for that. His high danger save percentage was .705, which is still pretty good. So on Vegmelka, Vegmelka, it's just it, it was kind of wild to see because the Coyotes averaged the third most shots against per game with 35. So he was very strong in front of them despite how much volume of shots he was facing uh last season they averaged 2.74 goals per game they averaged 3.60 goals against per game their power play was 24th their penalty kill was 27th overall they were very poorly structured they weren't very good um the devils did in fact beat them twice they outscored them uh nine to six in those games uh and just overall, they were they were a stronger team than Arizona, and Arizona just was not very good. And how very good, how not very good they were at five on five is just brutal. Um, that poor team. Uh, they finished. They had the seventh worst uh, goal scored with 151. Um, their course I four was the fourth worst. Uh, they got caved in very, very often. Their expected goals percentage was the sixth worst, and their expected goals for was the fourth worst. I mean, they just did not generate offense at all. They got caved in very often, and they just did not defend well at all. I think this team will still be more competitive. I like what they did up front, and I like the additions that they made. I think Arizona sneakily is going to be a good hockey team in terms of just being competitive and be really fun to watch. Uh, I mean, you just look at the individual, just the individual components of their lineup. Like Clayton Keller had 37 goals and 86 points. 
Schmaltz had 22 goals. Lawson Krause scored 24 goals. Michelli had 49 points and really what was his first full season. Barrett Hayton came along with 43. They just had steady production just among some of their top guys, and I think they're going to get better as things start to roll. This is definitely another Devils victory, in my opinion. I think the Devils get off hot. They finish the first two games of the regular season uh, 2-0. and um, I think they definitely... They definitely want to get the rock rocking, and I think they're going to just ride that confidence, and expectations are very high. I'm going to say for this game against the Arizona Coyotes that the Devils win this game uh, by a score of 5-2. to two. Um, I think they jump all over uh, Arizona in this one, and it'll just be really exciting. A lot of good young guys in this game. You'll have rookies, uh, Logan Cooley, Luke Hughes. I, I, it'll just be a lot of fun to watch and it's going to be really really interesting to see how this all unfolds uh what the regular season brings but devil's hockey's back and it's going to be really exciting to watch i'm very excited for the regular season i can't wait to uh watch these games i i think i think these games are going to be really fun i think you're going to see a lot of skill on display and you're just going to see a lot of back and forth uh really good pace to these games i feel like i think you know you go off last year's metrics just to kind of provide some kind of context but i think overall uh you'll definitely be seeing you know some good hockey in these games um i'm very excited to see what what the devils look like too uh going against Vejmelka. i think it'll be really exciting um and and these are back-to-back games so i don't know who's going to be in net i'm assuming vtech the first game maybe they go to schmied the second game who knows but devil's hockey is back i'm predicting a 2-0 record to start the season and before we go i'm going to get into a bold prediction my bold prediction for the devil's uh for the team wise is that they lead the league in scoring i think they played very very strong um in the preseason uh their high skill guys looked like they were in mid-season form and they look like they are ready to play and i think the chemistry they built is absolutely off the charts and it's just going to be a lot of fun to watch that's my bold prediction um whether it works out or not it's a different story but I'm ready for hockey. I'm so happy it's here. I can't wait to watch the games tonight, the games tomorrow with Bedard going to Boston, and then the Devils play on Thursday, which is, by the way, an ESPN Plus Hulu exclusive uh, game, just in case anybody needs to know that uh, for how you're able to view the game. Um, But everybody, just enjoy your week. Enjoy hockey. Just Embrace the fact that it's here. Expectations and vibes are super high around the Devils right now. And it's going to be so much fun to watch. Thursday can't come soon enough. Rock the red. Rock the rock. And it's time to party. So next time you'll hear from me will be Saturday. We're going to recap these games and kind of do some other fun segments along the way. But as always... Enjoy your week, stay safe, and go Devils.